New Ipsos polling revealed that Albertans are really concerned about affordability when it comes to this election. Who is going to be in charge? Who is going to guide us through things like uh, living affordability, inflation, uh, the cost of everything that we need to live our lives? Uh, 1,200 Albertans were asked for Ipsos' most recent polling, both over the phone and online, 54% of them say that they consider affordability to be one of their top election issues. Well, to talk about that and where we stand with inflation and how it compares with the rest of the country, our next guest is the chief economist for Alberta Central, Charles St. Arnaud. Charles, thank you so much for uh, making the time for the show. Really appreciate it. Thank you for having me. So you're you're suggesting that the impact of inflation is harsher here in Alberta. And I want you to clarify that. I know that it's a complicated issue. There are a few different reasons for it. So let's go through some of them. How much of, of that is due to the fact that we live in a boom-bust economy? And we hear that term all the time. Well, there's a bit of that. There is some long-term trends that have been starting since 2015 where our wages in Alberta and income in general have been growing uh, at a slower pace than uh, the rest of the country. But if we look at just the recent three years, which was the period where people are more concerned about the cost of living, because we've seen the sharp increase in inflation, well, the purchasing power in Alberta has declined by about 3% while it increased by 3% in the rest of the country. So we're really uh, kind of the only province actually that underperforms so significantly the rest of the country. Wow. Okay. So that would obviously make this a really top priority for uh, for people in this upcoming election mm-hmm. and what can potentially be done about that. Uh, there are a few other reasons though that kind of factor into this. Another one is the fact that there are a lot of people that are moving here from other places, whether it's other places in the country or other parts of the world, uh, causing a bit of a, of a labor shortage. Can you can you offer some explanation on why more people coming to Alberta might be making things more expensive for the rest of us? Well, it's not just making it more expensive for the rest of us. Is that it, it's an extra factor that explain why our wages are not increasing as fast as the rest of the country. Because you have more people available to, to work, so employees have less to compete mm. through wage to attract those workers. So, and you see that in uh, vacancy rates in Alberta are slightly lower than the rest of the country. And it's part of that whole story that uh, we continue to have strong inflows of uh, migrants from other provinces. And so this is sort of attributed then back to the, the provincial government campaign, the, the Alberta is calling campaign that launched last year, which is essentially leading people to our province, which you think in some ways could be a really good thing, right? Well, it always depends. The idea of the Alberta callings is we know there's some industries and in, in, like our vacancy rates are still quite high in, in Alberta, even though they're not as high in the rest of the country. So there is a need for workers. So it, can we attract the workers in industries where they actually some need like, very uh, important needs? So and that is what we want to do. So to have those workers come and contribute to the economy and ease those uh, labor shortages in key industries. Is there any silver lining? I mean, is is that working? Are we attracting some workers to those vacancies or are we sort of missing the mark with this campaign? Well, it's still early days. That's the often the problem with the data. So the data is often a bit lagged. And so far from what we can see is that there's been some easing in the labor shortage, but it's been relatively broad based and not necessarily some of the, because a lot of the uh, sectors where we have 
uh, more acute labor shortages are uh, sectors that need training. Like for example, the transportation industry. You don't start driving a rig overnight. You need to go and through uh, a lot of training and get the licensing. So it's not an easy task. And, you know, and there are stories, too, of people that that did respond to this Alberta is calling campaign and uh, yet haven't found work in their in their chosen industry or in the industry that they are trained to do, which is exactly what you're suggesting. You know, sometimes it takes a little bit of time. What what can we do? What can we do better in this province to try to, to ease the impact of inflation so that it's not harsher here in Alberta than in other parts of the country? It's very hard. That's the that's the biggest issue is that we have some big structural trends that are coming from continued adjustment to our to our uh, to the bust of 2015. We also have strong migration and strong population growth, which are pro- putting also pressures on other parts of the cost of living. We see rent in Calgary and Edmonton increasing uh, at a rapid pace, probably not as much as in other parts of the country, but still. Uh, that's a big impact on um, on the cost of living for many uh, Albertans. Are there other places that are impacted um, heavily as well, maybe in different areas? Or are, are we suggesting that that the impact of inflation is is the the most the hardest hit here in this province? Well, it's very much when we look at the data and we compare to other provinces, it, it's a clear uh, underperformance of Alberta compared to the rest of the country. But I would also uh, kind of contrast that, that we still also have wages and income that are above the national average. So if we compare relatively in terms of levels, we're still higher, but we're not as high as we were if we look back at in uh, in 2015. Actually, even on some measures, if we look at uh, hourly wage or weekly uh, earnings, the, the advantage here in Alberta in terms of uh, on those measures is much smaller than it was. Is there is there an answer that you can see or a solution that you think could be offered in the upcoming uh, election or over the course of the campaign over the next few weeks? What do you think could be uh, could be a, a way around this or out of this? Yeah, well, one of the second part of that study that I'm doing is. I'm trying to look at more the structure of why uh, we had such a big outperformance of wages in the year to early 2000s to 2015 during the previous boom and why it's uh, underperforming now. And what I'm finding as preliminary result is that a lot of it is linked to our investment cycle in this province, that investment, uh, when we have increases in, in investment in the, in the province, it is it leads to uh, higher wage growth in, in Alberta compared to the rest of the country. So it's very much, can we find, um, put in place a better uh, environment for investment? How can we attract further investment in the province? Hmm. Are there certain industries that you think that uh, that investment would be the most beneficial to us? Well, we look at a lot of different industries. Like, for example, one of the issues that I've identified uh, last year is that what has been interesting over the uh, of 2022 is that it's been interesting that even though uh, the oil industry has been uh, has been having a record year in terms of profits and revenues, their level of investment is extremely low. So it's not leading to the same um, economic spillovers to the rest of the economy. So is that so? It's trying to find maybe other sectors that might uh, be uh, 
beneficial and have also some uh, economic spillovers that we have here in, in in the main cities that get traction from the high tech companies. But we also have to to think into take into account that the whole energy transition will require a lot of dollars in terms of investment, and those will also have positive spillovers on the rest of the economy. So mm-hmm. it's something that we have to start to think about, that it's not just, yes, there is a cost, but there's also some bene- economic benefits in terms of spillovers to the broad economy. Are, are you surprised, as the chief economist for Alberta Central, that affordability is one of the top election issues for voters right now? I'm not surprised at all. I would have expected it because it's on everybody's mind. We all see, well, if you're a homeowner, you're seeing interest rate going up. So your mortgage or your mortgage payments are going higher. Your electricity, your utility bills also went up uh, quite sharply. If you're a renter, you're starting to see and hear rents going higher. And if on the other side, you're still seeing that, well, your wage increase hasn't been as generous as what you hear elsewhere, you start to see your budget being squeezed. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you're likely seeing it in some aspect, in, in some way or another, whether it's uh, you know looking for a job or whether it's just the cost of your groceries and, and your daily life. Uh, Charles, thank you so much for making the time. Really appreciate your perspective on this. My pleasure. Of course. Take care. Charles St. Arnaud is a chief economist for Alberta Central, talking about the impact of inflation being harsher here in Alberta due to a few different reasons. Uh, One of them is the Alberta Calling campaign that's brought a lot more people here, a lot more demand for jobs and uh, and not enough wage to go around. Uh, Another one is, of course, the fact that we are are part of a boom-bust economy, and we always have been. So that puts affordability and cost of living at one of the top election issues for the upcoming election.